skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know how this machine worked. It seems to run on some form of electricity. And it was wrong. It was a bad call, Ripley. It was a bad call. Bad call. Some are good for fighting, others for dying. It's Just Two Movies. Welcome back to another episode of It's Just Two Movies. My name is Daniel King. Uh, if you've never heard the show before, what we do here is we watch a good movie, then a bad movie. We have a couple of beers and we talk about them and rate them and stuff and we have some fun. With me in the studio today, Dave. Howdy diddly. <laughs> what's, what's happening, brother? How's it going? <sighs> we, we, we've we been up to, man. How's, how's life and shit treating you? Uh, uh, good and stuff, you know. Just working, living, trying to get through these snowstorms and stuff. I'm telling you, man, about sick all this ice bullshit. Yeah, I'm ready for the spring. Hey, you know what? It'll be four weeks until this episode comes out, so it very well may be spring. Uh, weather, anyway. Yeah. And Ray, you know what I can't wait for? Flood season. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I fucking hate flood season. Yeah, I live close to the flood zone, too. The whole town of Pacific gets flooded. Yeah was weird, man. When I was a kid, a flood was like a once every 10, 20 years yeah. type of thing. It's like, yeah, you and heard about the one that happened 10, 20 years ago. Yeah, now it's like, it's like fucking every year around yeah. here. We've had two major city floods since we've lived there, and it's been five years. So uh, we're, we're still doing the same thing. Me and Dave, we're, we're, doing the, we're doing the Marvel flicks. I know we did one last week. We're back again. And this time, we're going to do the last of the Captain America character arc timeline Captain America movies? How would you? Cap trilogy? Cap, cap, cap trilogy. We're doing the Steve Rogers-a-thon of of movies that have Captain America in the title. And uh, we watched Captain America Civil War, which is probably my favorite of the Captain America saga when I am not in the middle of forgetting that it's a Captain America movie, not an Avengers movie. Yeah, definitely top three in that trilogy, (laughs) for sure. (laughs) Definitely top three material. So, uh, yeah, uh, let's see here. What do we have for yeah, the basics of the movie? I've got it was wrote and directed by people who exist. Or Captain America: Civil War is a 2016 PG-13 action adventure movie of two hour twenty eight minutes of runtime. Got a seven point eight out of ten on IMDb, ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes, seventy five percent on Metacritic. 85% of Google users like this movie. Uh, release date of May 6th, directed by the Russo Brothers. A box office. Ooh, $1.153 billion on a budget of $250 million. Oh, oh. oh baby. Uh, stars. Big bucks. Stars. Uh, Chris Evans, Anthony Mackie, Sebastian Stan, Robert Downey Jr., Scarlett Johansson, Elizabeth Olsen, Daniel Brühl, Tom Oland, Jeremy Renner, Don Cheadle, Paul Bettany, Chadwick Boseman, Emily Van Camp, Martin Freeman, Frank Grillo, Paul Rudd, Marissa Tomei, and uh, John Slattery, William Hurt, Alfrey Woodard, and uh, Joe Russo's in it as well. Joe Russo's in it? What's Damn. that? No, maybe not, because he's not credited as a role. <laughs> maybe, who knows? Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, what it, year did you say this it's, one was? It's a uh, Captain America Civil War 2016. All right, yeah, so we're getting pretty deep into the MCU at this point. Yeah, 
Yeah, this is... So uh, that was one thing I was worried about with this film was with all the different characters being introduced to... How many of them were new? Yeah, as far as us just watching the Cap trilogy, this is now like 16 movies into it to where we have everybody what we... Yeah, we're through Iron Man 3, we're through Thor 2 at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're past the Avengers, past the Hulk... Yeah, we're leading up to, yeah, we've already passed Guardians, Age of Ultron, and Ant-Man. So we've had a ton of characters being introduced up to Civil War. Right. So that was one thing I was worried about going into this movie, is how it would stand as just a trilogy. Yep, and turns out great, because who's in this that we really skipped? Vision, Wanda? Vision and Wanda for sure, but they did... They put in the dialogue that was needed to connect those characters to this trilogy. Right. Yeah, I thought that was done really well. I think that's it. I think those are the only two characters. If you just kind of knew who the Avengers were and only watched the Captain America movies and then watched this one, you're only meeting two new characters. And then a third one that they introduce you to in the movie. Like, there's a whole scene dedicated to it well, when Tony goes to them. meet Peter. Yeah, and T'Challa. I don't think he Oh, was yeah, and yeah. T'Challa. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And T'Chaka. And the dead-ass T'Chaka. <laughs> <laughs> so, what would you say, uh, what would you say, spoiler-free, spoiler-free, uh, three-sentence breakdown? Of or less. C- of Civil War? Ooh. I guess I should have thought about it. It's the internal conflict of the Avengers of should they be governed by themselves or a third party actual government like the UN. Right. And that's that's what the initial storyline I feel like breaks down to. Somebody else forces a deeper wedge right. in between them. A, uh, a mastermind, if you will. A big bad? A big bad who's <laughs> barely in the movie at all. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. <laughs> it's a weird way that they put him in there. They were like, "We need a villain. Who's he going to be?" Because yeah. you got to have a big bad. You got to. It's a superhero movie. The superheroes need a supervillain. The better the villain, yeah. the better the heroes. Right. I thought it was bizarre when I found out that the bad guy for this movie was going to be Baron Zemo. We're going to get through this. I'll be honest with you. I I don't have a ton of notes for this. Do you have a ton of notes for this? Yeah. Okay. Too much. We've already had a couple of beers. We've been warming up a little bit. Don't even worry about it. three, four. So, starts out with a Bucky assassination. I guess, if you want to start with that. (laughs) Yeah, it starts with the cold open, 1991, Siberia. They are in that bunker, and that's where, yeah, Bucky gets unfrozen, yeah, Mm -hmm. thawed out. And they're reading. And then they they give them the the assignment of you got to kill somebody. They got the journal and they're reading the special words and yeah, saying the Russian words to reactivate him or reset him Mm -hmm. into his Winter Soldier ways. And yeah, they give him a a profile. This is your new mission. You got to go take out these targets and collect this. I don't even know what if I don't think they said what it was at the time. It kind of looked like little blood packets or almost like little of the uh like water bladders just a little bladder packs. yeah yeah like something you would just hook up to an iv yeah yeah that's what it seems like uh yeah so it, it shows uh you got, you got bucky he's assassinating some people you can't tell who it is 
and uh, he gets the he gets the bladders, and he he he's, he runs runs out. Yeah, and it cuts the present day Lagos, Nigeria, and that's where. Damn, you got good notes. My notes suck. <laughs> that's kind of where the whole movie. My note is the team beats Rumlow's ass. Yeah, and that's uh, what they do. Uh, yeah, we get the yeah the callback Rumlow from the second one. That you know, leader of the strike force. Yeah, he gets, now he's now he's he gets crossbones. A building crushed on him, but now he's crossbones. Yeah, fucked up, Freddy Fruger. Freddy Fruger, you know Freddy Fruger. Freddy Fruger, baby, he's royalty free. Freddy <laughs> Krueger. But uh, yeah, the team fucks him up. Rumlow goes to steal that biological weapon. That's what he's there for, and that's what the team is there to stop. Yeah, but he's in there and he's he's getting it. And Cap and Sam and Wanda show up. And and Natasha, and they're just fucking murdering everybody. <laughs> yeah, Falcon starts off this movie just murdering everybody. He flies in, pulls out like transforming double Uzis, and <laughs> right. just starts just lighting up everybody. <laughs> What's oh. that point blank Uzis to the face, dude? It's wild, man. When Cat fucking runs in and just broad face hits that dude in the face with his shield, that's like getting in a car accident. Or he kicks yeah. that he kicks a truck into a guy. <laughs> that guy's fucking dead. You like you shattered his ribs, collapsed both of his lungs, and he just fucking drowned in his own blood, that poor bastard. Yeah, and right before the team fucking brings down all hell on the Rumlow, he fucking spills the beans, the cap. I like his what do you think of his like his punchy oh, his, yeah, his punchy really... Rumlow's crossbones, he's got like a yeah, they're like, a, like, like a thing he puts his arms into, and it's like a pneumatic. Yeah, they extend over his ex- hands. Extendo where, punch. Yeah, if you've. Yeah, I don't really know really what to compare it to. It I was don't just kind of like some iron fists. Some springy like some iron gauntlets, fists. But not like glove gauntlets. No, they were cool for sure. They kind of reminded me of the electro thing that they used in Homecoming. I know mm. Homecoming was after the fact, but it was kind of like those, but electrified. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like big old gauntlets. Yeah, but Rumlow said that uh, Bucky remembered Cap and the scene right as Rumlow's like, I'm going to kill myself. And he goes to suicide Cap, suicide bomb him. Yep. And that's when Wanda steps in and uses her magic powers to contain <sighs> the explosion. But then she what throws it, throws it up in the air. Then it explodes one of the skyscrapers. Yeah, and that's what starts this conflict of the Avengers. Yeah, don't have any oversight. Intro the Sokovia Accords. Yeah. So this is like a like a NATO thing that they're trying to pass, saying that the Avengers essentially report to the governments. Uh, yeah, report to they, NATO or yeah, whatever they want the deal the, is. They want all the Avengers to sign it, just to agree. And if you don't sign it, then they want you to retire. And if you don't want to retire, then you are a fugitive. Right, you're an enemy of the state. Yep. And then, intro Baron Zemo, where he fucking, he's, he knows, he knows about all he needs is that little black book, and he can control the Winter Soldier. Yeah, he starts off, there's just a specific date that he's fixated on. He gets that. Colonel alone, the colonel that was in the bunker that it showed from the 1991 opening scene. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Zemo gets him alone, and that's where he's trying to figure out the, I don't remember, called it a case, 
file or something, but he was trying to get it. Mission his, report. Yeah, mission report. December blah, 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 19 to 1970, whatever. Yeah. And uh, he won't tell him. And the guy, he's like, he's got him fucking like hogtied by the feet hanging from the ceiling. And the guy's face is in like a utility sink. And Zemo's stuffed the plug and is just running the water to drown the guy. Slowly fill it up to. Yeah, pretty good interrogation tactic. Yeah. Except for, except for there's a bit where they fill up the tub. Like all the way. They fill up the tub all the way and it's just short of the guy's nose. (laughs) But it's overspilling, so it. They do a good job of dressing it up, but yeah. like, yeah, if I it see. didn't spill over, because I think the guy had, uh, like blindfold on, if yeah. it wasn't spilling over to where the guy didn't know that he had enough breathing room, he just thought he was running out of time. Right, I could see it working, but yeah, when the guy knows, he's like, "Shit, you leave that running, it's overflowing. <laughs> yeah, get a bigger tub or drop me down." <laughs> right, so he doesn't give he doesn't give away any info, but uh, is that that's where Zemo gets the the red notebook, right? He gets it from this yeah, guy. Yeah, he gets yeah some of those logs and that, and uh, yeah, cuts. We get the Tony at MIT scene where he introduces mm. Barf. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we're, it's binarily augmented retro framing. Yeah, <laughs> or we, Barf, or Barf. Need to work on that acronym. Yeah, anyway, he's uh, he's at MIT giving a speech, and he like he's like, hey, I'll fund it all your projects. I fucking love you. Let's go break some eggs. I'm sad that Pepper Potts broke up with me. Yeah. She's busy. She's got a side venture. She's they selling candles stuff. that smell like <laughs> that smell like her vagina, frankly. It's, it's odd that they're selling so hot, but uh, what would you do if you walked into somebody's house and they were just burning a candle that smelled know. like a vagina? I don't know what that would smell like. I just feel like it would be. I also almost feel like you wouldn't notice it was the candle. You'd be. You'd see the candle like, oh, they're trying to mask that smell. <laughs> you know, right? Man, it smells like <laughs> some musky ass shit up in here. <laughs> but yeah, after that conference at MIT, Tony walks out and he gets confronted by the lady who had her son get killed. I don't remember. Let's. I don't remember. Oh, he got killed in Sokovia. So that was the Sokovia Accords refers to what happens in Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron, yeah. yeah. When they drop the city of Sokovia. And uh, this lady's son died in that attack and she blames Tony. And that's where you can kind of see Tony come into terms with maybe the Avengers do need checked. Yeah, I should be put in check. Because they're borderless. They can go from one nation to another and not have to have authority they have no consequences yeah man i i forget i had forgotten having not seen this in a while that that bucky killed t'chaka oh how the yeah movie plays out when they're at the thing of like signing the sokovia accords i remembered the bomb went off but i just i didn't remember it was barnes that did it oh barnes didn't do it he didn't Mm mm-hmm who did oh we'll get there we'll get okay i was like maybe i missed something uh no, that's what they made it seem like, and that's what Zemo's plan was the whole time was to force Barnes out of hiding by making oh. it seem like he did the bombing. Oh, yeah, but Zemo I thought, did the bombing. I thought Zemo did the bombing via the Winter Soldier. No, that's who book. the the dead guy in the hotel. Mm. That's who that was. 
Yeah. Okay, gotcha. That that actually it makes more sense. Barnes look alike. Okay, well I forgot it was supposed to be dressed up like Bucky killed T'Chaka. Yeah, Ting King T'Chaka coming out for the first time. We get to see some Wakandans. Oh, yeah, because they yeah. said uh, eleven Wakandans were killed in Lagos. So in that explosion from Wanda, Wakandans were dead. So now they got to step in. Now we got to have a UN summit to decide. What's going to happen? Yup. You guys got to ratify these accords. We need everybody to sign it. Let's see. Step then, on in. And then boom. Explosion. is dead. is dead. is dead. Yeah, I noticed in that scene, because T'Challa, Chadwick Boseman, he like kind of noticed what was going on outside before the explosion happened. Mm-hmm. So he told everybody to get down. But you could kind of tell that he like he like super jumped at his dad at the king, yeah, to save him. So you kind of seen that he had some superpowers because he's a he's a heightened individual drinking his, his weird flower juice. Uh, <laughs> and I did like in the yeah when they're explaining the Sokovia Accords, they tell like they go through the events of the Battle of New York, uh, the Lagos one, Sokovia. I feel like there was another one or two uh what happened in dc and winter soldier mm-hmm. and uh but there's only 300 casualties in all of those events no shit how does that seem possible it doesn't it doesn't captain america has <laughs> killed more men he's killed more by himself <laughs> yeah. he by blew himself. up those fucking helicarriers well, you think kinda... there's five people <laughs> right. on those helicarriers yeah i wonder if they because on the on the screen it just said casualties because like the uh, commander whoever that guy was from Hulk he came in and who was explaining the accords yeah it popped up and said casualties I wonder if that was civilian it might not have been like the Hydra or the other people involved oh it yeah just I guess civilian. if you discount those other ones yeah, that if you discount all the people who died yeah only three hundred people died that uh, the guy that comes out that's uh, William Hurt yeah I thought it was interesting that this movie and winter soldier was mainly filmed in cleveland ohio yeah wow even though they each have different i'll say the other one was mainly dc like washington dc next to the chase in the tunnel t'chaka suits up or t'challa suits up fucking chases after barnes in that fucking tunnel now nah, we get the the peggy funeral scene Oh, yeah, Peggy's dying. She died, boy. Yeah, Cap gets a random text during the team chat about the Accords after the general or whoever leaves. All the team's going to talk it over and be like, oh, what do you guys think about it? You think we should sign our lives away for the mm-hmm. government? Or... And, of course, Tony's like, yeah, we should be put in check. Yeah, definitely right. sign our lives away. Can't be walking around with all this shit and not be held responsible for anything. Because Tony, Tony cares about people, despite him in the comic books just kind of being an alcoholic piece of shit. Yeah, but that's that's the great storytelling is that he's had that character of arc to where he came from, kind of the piece of shit to now he gives a shit. Right. He knows the war yeah. arms that he made is in a lot of the in a lot of the lunch. in a lot of the comic runs he spends a lot like just a longer period after becoming Iron Man still being a drunk piece of shit. It's like his uh, the whole PTSD arc of him just dealing with all that fucked up shit. Uh, they lean more heavily into it, just drives him to alcoholism, and that would have been a fun that would have been a fun story arc. 
But they it's not like they don't touch on it. There's bits where he like shows up at that giant party in New York and he's right. fucking wasted and shit. Yeah. Yeah, I really like how this movie takes that that question of like, you know, do you feel that you should kinda govern yourself or have a third party like almost checking you? But like from the outside you would think Tony would be anti government or anti kind of establishment and yeah. cap would be for the hierarchy yeah you but would think with their like how they did their character arts it just makes so much sense that tony is at the point that where he wants the checks and cap just cannot trust the hierarchy cannot trust the yeah you know the generals telling them that this is going to be where you go what you do how you do it and it doesn't matter that your mom got kidnapped you can't go do that because she's in Russia. We don't have jurisdiction there. But whose side you on? I'm team I'm team I'm Tony. If you were if you were one of the Avengers. If not I was a, an Avenger, not if you're a civilian saying I'm, that's I'm what they should team do. Team Tony. Also like after Vision is like on team Tony, I'm like, well now I'm definitely I'm doubling down team Tony. Are you saying from the characters you would join that team or from the like the actual accords look 300 innocent people died 300 that's it though you stopped the battle of new york that alone would have killed yeah i suppose more than 300 i suppose in the unlikely scenario that i was i was forced to make this decision i was an avenger and all these other unlikely things had happened yes morally speaking though as far as the film is concerned, I agree with Tony. Like, that could be put in check with a national security team to give them clearance to do stuff. Yeah, I mean, the main reason that they're out there doing all that other shit and fucking shit up is a lot of it's because of their fault. Like, Loki. Right, yeah, Loki happened kinda... because of Thor. If it wasn't Thor who interacted with the Avengers... We wouldn't have had an issue with Loki. Same that like Ultron. Ultron is a thing that Tony, Tony literally yeah. fucking built with a piece of space material brought from Loki because of Thor. So like all these other things and places that they go and all these other things that have been destroyed, most of them are from things that they directly caused. Yeah. It's like Vision says, yeah, their power incites challenge, challenge begets violence, violence begets casualties. Uh, like them them just being a group of people that can can be a group invites someone to challenge them so yeah but i don't feel like the check would change any of that i don't feel like if there's a government saying that you can't well it's not a government it's the un yeah they say that it's 117 countries it's pretty much the planet wants this well a ton of it's like their own intel and shit it's just like yeah. They're they're essentially all shield operatives, kind of. It's just like a shield mission, which means that even from the get go, that they are kind of a shield group. Means that they are in check via shield, right? Until shield got taken down, so that technically they were already in check when all that yeah, bad for shit most happened. Of, yeah. So, guess it really doesn't matter because they were in check and casualties still happen so what they're going to put them in more check now it doesn't work like that you're putting them in the hands of less competent people in this case yeah what what happens next dave i'll say from that team chat yeah we got iron patriot vision taking tony's side 
and then nobody taking Cap side. And I say Black Widow pretty much initially pretty much sides with Tony, and then Falcon pretty much sides with Cap. But nobody's yeah. really decisive other than yeah Vision and Rhodey. But then yeah, we go to the Cap gets the text. She passes in her sleep. And then it shows up. He's at the funeral of Peggy Carter with Falcon. And then you find out that her niece is going to talk. And, and that it's is Sharon Carter. Agent 13 from Winter Soldier. Yep. His neighbor. We talked about it on the previous episode, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> Look it up. Look it up. Look it up. <laughs> they go to funeral. It's real sad. Peggy was real old. You know, she had a good run. Yeah. But not in Steve's eyes. <laughs> As a. Peggy, or no, not Peggy, Sharon tells the, has a monologue speech about Peggy, who pretty much just speaks directly to Steve, telling him not to back down, stand for what you believe in. Oh, yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah. It's really good. It's a good speech. Um, I didn't write it down, but I do always remember the hook of the speech because I liked it so much. Said that her Aunt Peggy would tell her. Like how how do you do it? How are you a woman and a spy and all this other all this other shit and a shield operative? She would say life is about compromise. People will ask you to make compromises and where you can do it, but where you can't, plant your feet firmly in the ground and when the rest of the world tells you to move, you say no. Yeah, I feel like you move. And that's that's good. That's yeah, good. I feel good like stuff. that was kind of a through line for the movie was when somebody tells you to move, stand your ground, don't move. Yeah. And like even yeah, it gets called back to where T'Challa tells Cap to move, and he's saying, "Nope, we're fighting. Right. <laughs> we're throwing cuffs." He's like, "Yeah, we haven't met yet. I'm Clint." Yeah, and so yeah, Bucky gets marked as the bomber. He gets all the media outlets put. Bucky has the face saying he's the bomber who blew up the mm-hmm. UN meeting or whatever the meeting was of the councils or whatever. And now everybody's out looking for Bucky. He's and on who the... finds him? Who is going to find him? T'Challa. Dum-dum. No, Cap, Cap, Cap finds him first. Captain T'Challa. He's like, Bucky, it doesn't have to be a fight. And he's like, it always ends in a fight. I'm a superhero, goddammit. They have a sweet apartment fight, jumping on rooftops and jumping down shitloads of flights of stairs and they're beating up random shield agents and uh then the the chase gives way into a tunnel this is a really good sequence man when cap is chasing bucky through the tunnel and then t'challa gets involved and cap's like got a vehicle and he's like i can't shake this guy because it's Black Panther. Of course yeah. you can't shake him. <laughs> just, you just got claws dug into your yeah, vehicle. he's fucking badass, man. Running I, 45 miles an hour down the road catching him. <laughs> right. That's what I liked, how they're just all speed running because they're all superhumans. Uh, right. Just I did like, I really like uh, the bit where Bucky snatches that motorcycle off that dude. Like, there's a dude driving by with a motorcycle. You can tell he's, oh, like, slowing he, down. Yeah. He just pushes the guy off, and like grabs the bike, swings the it all the way around, hops right on. Look good. I know it's all CGI and choreography, but man, it looks fucking great. Yeah, it looks great. And that ends with uh, Rhodey coming down and arresting them all. Arresting, yeah, Cap and Barnes. So then that's when Congratulations, Black Cap. Panther takes off his mask. You're a criminal. 
Oh yeah, he's like your your highness. Your yeah, highness. Uh, <laughs> your highness. No longer a prince, no more. Just seeing your daddy get killed. <laughs> yeah, so he's fucking uh, T'Challa. He's he's pretty pissed. So I, I I understand how they put everybody else on lockdown right after this, but what do they do with T'Challa? Do they just let him go? I assume they just let him go because he probably just said, "I was chasing Barnes. Barnes is a wanted man." Murdered my father, and yeah. also he's a wanted man, and also fucking King of Wakanda, right. suck it. Di- diplomatic immunity, bitch, right. you ever heard of I'll it? fucking kill you. I'll kill you right now. <laughs> oh, and then that's when we get the, it flashes to Vision and Wanda at the compound. Mm, yeah. And that's when you get that little bit of dialogue. A little that, bit of romance. Yeah, a little bit of dialogue that Wanda, which we've seen in the post credit scene, that Wanda got her power, or not, she got her powers from that group that was making miracles, but they had the Loki Scepter, and the Loki Scepter had the Mind Stone that helped Vision, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so they're showing like, yeah. How oh, so Wanda's made from the yeah, Tesseract. The, the okay, pulse. I gotcha. That makes more sense. I thought in WandaVision, didn't they do a thing where she's like, oh, I could always do weird shit like this. Or was it, did they do that to her with... Oh, like she, oh, like they just enhanced her? I don't remember. Hmm. No, she definitely did. You know if no, you she know, definitely if did you because know, when she was a kid, she any, you, manipulated any, that bomb or something. Yeah, yeah. Any of you fucking Marvel nerds out there, if you know the uh, if you know the answer to my question, first of all, you fucking nerd. Second of all, write me at it's just two movies at gmail.com or at it's just two movies on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, I would love to know without actually doing the homework. So if you could uh, shoot me a text or leave me a comment somewhere and let me know about it. We'll uh, read it out on the show for any corrections. Um, yeah, no, I, I can't, can't quite remember if that's what happened. Maybe they did just enhance her shit or they were trying to figure out a way to harness it via the staff. I don't know. Good shit. Because either way, a fucking uh, Maximov, his, did his power also come from that? Who? Her brother? Quicksilver? Oh, Pietro? Pietro, yeah. Not what I say, Maximoff, Maximoff that's her last, last name. name, yeah. Mr. Maximoff. What about him? I yeah, I don't know if they explained how I yeah, I think it's just from the scepter. Either know. way, good shit. They're making miracles from scepters, bro. It's fucking chaos magic. I guess she can control. Which one's he got? The mind stone? That's the one that Vision's got? Yeah. No, I feel like this part brings us to a part that I thought was weird, I don't know, I might have just missed something, but once, you know, Rhodey captured them all, or arrested Bucky and Cap, and mm-hmm. they take him to Germany? Did I get that right? They took him to Berlin, and that's where I think the... they get away. I think they just get away. Well, they take him... I think I think what I did I might have combined the two storylines that were going on the, the two Zemo. movies that we just watched no 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 just the two storylines in the movie with the one of Zemo and then the one of the you know actual civil war going on right or like the main what you know of the civil war to where once they got arrested by Rhodey because they were you know criminals it cuts to Germany and that's where or. Berlin, and that's where uh, Zima sends that EMP to detonate at the like electric facility, mm-hmm. and then it makes the town go dark, and then that's when 
Zemo is able to break out Bucky mm. because he was in prison with him. Yep. Yeah, that was in Germany now that I think about it, but I don't know why they sent him there or how they, like, I didn't see that explained. But yeah, that brings us to... I mean, it's for NATO, so really you can take him anywhere. Yeah, and that brings us to, yeah, Zemo... They're fucking technically, by not signing that treaty, that makes Captain America a fucking war criminal. And all yeah, of those Yeah, it makes guys. them, yeah. Yeah. Essentially just needing to pay for the casualties that happened. Yeah, it brings us to Zemo trying to break out... The Buckster. The Bucks. And he does. He does bust those bucks. Yeah, he does it pretty well. EMPs the whole town. Everybody loses electricity. And then he gets in there and he's reads like... Reads those words. Nostrovia. Flechnog. Or whatever he's saying. <laughs> I don't know. He's saying sweet Russian shit. Boxcar. Homecoming. Shit like that. But in Russian. And now Zemo's got his Winter Soldier. Uh, he tells him to kill Cap, I think. Mm-hmm. Kill yeah. Cap. And Cap's on the run. He's on the run. He's a fucking fugitive. And Tony, he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring him in. Give me 36 mm. hours. Give me 48 hours. And he's like, you got 36. Yeah, 36. Bring him in, you piece of shit. And then, it's my favorite part of the movie. I think I've, I've, I'm conflicted. I have two parts that I really, really like about this. I have the part where you meet Peter Parker. Like at the apartment. It's not the... even a Spider-Man thing. It's just Tony Stark meeting Peter Parker when he's at the apartment with Aunt yeah. May. That whole bit, they like go in his room and they're yeah. talking and he's like, oh, you're hot aunt and you got your costume up here in the attic thing. He pokes down with the broomstick and shit. I just love all that so much because it's, it's, a, it's a refreshing spin on how Spider-Man got to be more grown up. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a, uh, I guess it's a more refreshing uh uh, growth uh, storyline, I guess, about about character growth, about him being a, a child and growing into a boy. I'm talking about, of course, over the span of this movie and the other Spider-Man films, yeah. how he's matured. It would be amazing if they kept Tom Holland as Spider-Man for like another eight years. Yeah, which he yeah easily could. He would only have to do three more movies. Oh, I've seen a stat that Toby Maguire and uh, fuck, what's his name? Andrew Garfield. No, the uh, Willem Dafoe. William Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Yeah, they're the longest running uh, Marvel characters to like come back and play or reprise the roles. Longest that, running, just because yeah, they did. That makes sense. Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah, uh, which was great. We, we actually watched that together in cinemas. Yeah, yeah, it was. Great. I guess good stuff. Good time. It's a nice theater. Bring us back to this Spider-Man. Bring us back to this Spider-Man. So we're meeting Spider-Man. He's like, oh, shucks. Whoa, you're Tony Stark. Whoa. Tony Stark's like, you need an upgrade. Uh, Shitty YouTube You're coming with me to Germany. And he's like, thwip. And then he's like, wow, get me out of this. (laughs) Right. He's very unimpressed with all. He's very Tony Stark about the, uh, the entire interaction. Uh, it's good though, man. It's just, it's good stuff. And then, and pretty much it's time for the famous airport fight. Oh yeah. Super famous I mean, the, airport. Yeah. It's the big, although Captain much Avengers movie, I think the only thing I skipped was that Captain America recruited Scott Lang. That, yeah, no, that, and then he tells Falcon that he's like, oh, we can't call in any help because 
we're wanting criminals. He's like, oh, I got somebody. Yeah, he calls in Lang. Then he calls in Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then uh, Azimo also mentions that about the other Winter Soldiers, that there was more than just Bucky. And that's right. where Zemo's off to, is to use Bucky to f- get to the other Winter Soldiers. That's why he wants to know status report this day or whatever, because he, he knows that Bucky, during that assassination, got super soldier serums. That's what was in those IV bags. So he's trying to figure out where he delivered those IV bags to. Right. Or where they're stashed or whatever the deal is so he can get his hands on them. Or find out who those IV bags went into. Right. And get a hold of those guys as well. True that. Famous airport where we get Cap versus Iron Man. And Spider-Man. And everybody. Everybody's fighting everybody. So Cap's team is Wanda, Falcon, Hawkeye, Ant-Man, and Winter Soldier. Mm Mm-hmm. Versus Iron Man, which is Iron Man, Black Widow, Black Panther, Iron Patriot, and Spider Man. You know what I love oh, about the Vision. Avengers? You know what I love about the and Avengers Vision. franchises? They take the childhood aspect of like, well what if what if Thor ever fought Hulk? Or what if Ant Man ever fought Spider Man? Or they take all these like things that you would just think of when you're a kid and go, let's let's actually pan that out in canon. Cuz like even in like Age of Ultron, you know what I mean? That's the one where uh, Hulk gets on the loose and Tony busts out the Hulkbuster. Oh yeah. Like they just always have internal conflict. The first Avengers movie, uh where Tony and Cap and Thor are all in that field after they jump out of that plane, he's like, "I do you know does mother know you doth wear her drapes?" Like, they're all talking shit on each right. other and fighting. He's like, oh, no, no, he fucking loves that hammer. Take it easy. <laughs> yeah, just all that shit. Like, the internal conflict that they are a team and they do all work together, but they also are very different individuals and they all fight each other. Like, almost always. Yeah. In one way or another, even if it's just being fucking catty. Or even if it's like a high moral standing on something like this, it's uh, more difficult to... Uh, to approach, but I'll be damned if it doesn't make for good storytelling. No. So they fight at the airport. It's fucking great. Uh, look up a YouTube video of it. I don't, yeah. want to, I don't want to talk about the airport fight for 10 minutes, but it is like my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I like how they tear like, it off. The Spider-Man reveal. Fight each other. It was amazing. Spider-Man took Seeing Cap's Spider-Man shield. in the MCU. I was like, yeah. Oh, I was so excited about it. And his big intro, yeah, he took Cap's shield and then freaking brandished it at him. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Superman pose or superhero pose. Oh, all the superhero poses, man. Everybody's doing, whoa, you have a metal arm. There's some of that. And yeah, there's like, the little, a, I don't know if you've been in a banter. fight before, but there's usually not this much talking because he's Spider Man. He's yeah. quippy as shit. Yeah, I noticed that Wanda was just OP. She took out, like, she grabbed Black Panther or just like did the levitating thing with his foot, mm-hmm. threw him into a plane. He's done for the next five minutes of the film. <laughs> <Right>. Same <laughs> with Black Widow, grabbed her foot, threw her through a bus or something. Uh, she out for the next uh, five minutes. Right. Yeah. Just down because they're just normal human people. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, this fight continues to escalate until you get the confrontation where Tony has learned that Bucky killed his parents. That's who Bucky what? assassinated. Bang, right. bang. Wait, we're at the air. I forgot. We're at the airport because 
Did Cap, I did I skip thirty minutes yeah. of movie? Cap Cap's trying to get to Zemo, so he's trying to follow Zemo to Siberia. And right. Tony's trying to fulfill his thirty six hour thing to stop Cap, so he's there to stop Cap, but Cap's there to now steal their Quinjet and get to the get the fuck Siberia. out of Dodge. So yeah, at the end of the airport scene, Cap gets to the hangar. Cap and Bucky get to the hangar, gets to the Quinjet, and then he's met by Black Widow and Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And then Widow ends up telling Cap to not let her, make her regret this, and she ends up zapping Black Panther, betraying Iron Man's side. Mm-hmm. But she says she was just there to help you find Cap. She said, I wasn't going to help you bring him in. Right. I wasn't here to help you capture him. I was just <laughs> showing you where he was. Right. That's so, I mean, we, she really didn't. That was the agreement. Right. I can read it again. But then, yeah, Cap escapes. He gets to Sokovia. Or, no, not Sokovia. I can't he gets to Siberia. Siberia, yeah. Yeah. And that's when they enter that base after Zemo already got there. And they showed Zemo seeing that there was... I think it was five other Winter Soldier projects yep. that they've seen, like five other, yep. whatever you call those, chambers of fluid that just suspended animation, <laughs> frozen. Oh, I guess they're frozen, weren't they? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think they're all cryo-froze. But yeah, Zemo gets to that base, and then Cap's right behind them, and then Tony's right behind them. Get yep. another Cap v. Tony v. Bucky v. Zemo. Yeah. The the fight when they're in that little corridor, just the three of them, Tony, Cap, and Bucky. And it's Bucky and Cap versus Iron Man. And man, for somebody who's not like a super martial artist or whatever, he is really holding his own with just his wit and blasters and stuff against two of the most dangerous human beings on the planet. Yeah, I feel like they did that really well because they had Bucky trying to retreat. So they had kind of Bucky, like Iron Man chasing Bucky and then Cap chasing Iron Man. But no, for sure. Then they show the Iron Man algorithm being like the interface with his heads up display that was calculating cap beating the shit out of him to mm-hmm. you know make adjustments to his own fighting style mm-hmm. like within the suit so it makes you think that the suit like it's not only tony moving the suit it's the suit having its own movement capabilities too so even if tony was unconscious well kind of like you've seen in homecoming the suit can fly around by itself it doesn't need tony yeah yeah it's got enough ai on its own to right, at to... least Make a conscious attempt to keep him alive. Yeah. Or to keep him, you know, in the red zone or whatever. Uh, yeah, that whole fight scene. Fucking was... amazing scene, though. Amazing. And he's like, the... uh, Tony's like, did you know? Like, talking about that Bucky killed my parents. And Steve's like, yeah. yeah. And he's like, you fucking, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Can't believe you'd do that to me, bro. That's fucking not cool. Yeah, you get the comic book Civil War scene. Or the, uh, like, the title page art of oh yeah cap shield and tony's blasters just point blank lighting shit up mm-hmm. oh, yeah it's good stuff man that's it's good cinematography work yeah. even though i'm sure it's probably 90 percent cgi at that point but uh it yeah. looks fucking amazing so what happens how's that wind up 
Captain America beats Tony's ass, which I am kind of calling bullshit too, but maybe not. Maybe not. But, I mean, Tony did expend all his shit. He's just a Bucky. He fucked up. He shot off Bucky's arm. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Sure did. Oh, you had a metal arm. Cool story, bro. Yeah, I mean, like, that whole fight, though, they are all out for blood. Yeah. Like, ever, nobody's pulling punches in that. That's fucking full out, full, full out fucking fight. The choreography's amazing. Like, it just, it, and it's true with all these movies, except for, like, maybe one of them that's a little softer on. The original OG Hulk movie was like, meh. Mm. <clears throat> but, uh, Cap's on the run again. That's it. He escapes and he sends a nice letter to Tony. Oh, and I liked how that scene ended, though, after Cap drove his shield into Tony's arc reactor in his chest and Mm kind of eliminated Tony for the scene. Whenever Cap's leaving with Bucky, like kind of walking Bucky out because he's missing an arm and shit now, Cap or uh, Tony lays claim to the shield. He's like, that's not your shield. My father created that shield, and Cap right. just drops the shield. Yep. Just fucking take it then. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking, that's all, that's some, that is some cold shit between the two of them. You're like, damn, yeah. they are done. Those guys are fucking done, so. I remember leaving the theater after watching this and being like, how, how is this gonna, because they, they have to bring a resolution to this. This can't be the end of the Avengers. But, uh, boy, I tell you what. What a way to come back around and and bring the team back together. You know what I mean? Because that's some pretty serious fucking conflict. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Cap's on the run again. He sends Tony a nice letter because now they're fucking fugitives and they're fucking missing. And the the Uh, letter's like, I know that we don't agree, but here's a a cell phone. It's got my number in it. I'll always have the other cell phone. So you could easily track me and turn me into the authorities. Uh, Just turn me in whenever you want. mm -hmm. As the Stanley cameo, he's the package delivery driver. Yeah, which which comes into play, but not until Infinity War. Oh, with the phone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that uh, that sits around for a while. But uh, the the weirdest part about this entire movie, I think, is the post credit. Where so right before the post credit, we get Cap going back and or he goes and breaks every or a let or what makes it seem like he breaks everybody out of the raft out of the prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he goes into the raft and knocks out everybody and comes out in front of uh, Sam, I think. Mm-hmm. Boom! Credits. Will yep. happen. Yep. And then uh, you get your post credits, and then it's like uh, it's Steve and Bucky, and they're talking, and they're in Wakanda. Mm, and yeah. Bucky's like, I think it's best I go back under. Like, after having your whole brain fucked up for that long, you'd just be like, yeah, no, cryo freeze me again. I'm into yeah. it. Just put me to sleep, and then we'll just deal with it later, I guess. Never. I'm going to say I'm gonna say that that's a, almost a plot hole. I think they were like, yeah. we're not sure if we're going to bring Sebastian Stan back or not for this character, yeah, so, so let's just put him away. Let's just ice him. Oh, no. What they did put uh, dialogue in there. They said... To freeze him so they could study him. Fix what's wrong with his brain yeah. or whatever. Well, I mean, he wanted the Wakandans to use their technology to study him while he was under, essentially. Like so Wakandans use their technology to study D's nuts. <laughs> yeah, just give him some more time, I guess. 
I guess, yeah, if you can't trust yourself to be alive, but if you think time might help, I, I guess. I guess, guess, yeah. yeah. Well, what do you what do you give this out of uh what do you give this out of um uh Baron Zemo per- what, what how do you feel about the fact that Baron Zemo never put on his weird purple sock mask? Uh I'm fine with it. I wanted it. I wanted his weird purple sock mask. I'll say we end up getting it. I'm glad they finally did it yeah. in Falcon and the Winter yeah, Soldier because I was like, yes, for the 15 <laughs> seconds he wore it yeah, for no reason. Barely. It's just like, here's the thing you all want. Fine. Uh, I did want it, though. Thank you. So I, I appreciate that, Marvel. Um, yeah. What did you think about it? How many? How many? Um, how many Sokovia? If you had, if your thumbs were Sokovia Accords's. How many accords would I give it? How many accords would you give it out of ten? Uh, I'd give it quite a few accords, at least twice as many as the last cat that we watched, the bad cat. No, oh. no, I don't think I would rate it highly. I don't think I would put it over Winter Soldier. No, I don't think I would either. In retrospect, although this is one of the more tension and action-packed ones, That's, there's yeah. there's not a lot of character arc to it. Yeah. I'll tell you who has a character arc is Tony, Cap, Bucky. And that's kind of it. Yeah. That's kind of it. It's just uh it's just a movie to drive a wedge between them. Uh what what do you what do you give it? I think I'm going to go I think this movie might be my nine flat standard. Nine flat standard? Yep. I'm going to go 85 on the rewatch. Visually it's very funny. It's excuse me. Visually, it's very stunning. It's very funny. The writing's good. It just after seeing it a number of times and not seeing it for several years and rewatching it, there's just not a lot of care. You've got so many characters in it and not yeah. a lot of character development. I think that's might be a reason why I do have it so high is after seeing all the character development for those characters. You already know you're, it. Yeah, you're, it's a, not... A good chunk of what we talked about for the last half hour was about other movies. Yeah. So without those, what is right. this? Right, is it, is it, by is it itself? still a nine? No. Yeah. Well, I think I'm going to give it, a, I think I'm going to go eight, five. I think it's a solid eight, five for Yeah, me. I would probably definitely be closer to that on a first watch through the MCU. I'd be curious as to somebody who like, this is the only Marvel movie that they'd ever seen, but they just kind of knew who Captain America and Iron Man. Yeah. I feel like it wouldn't be as good with the second line. I feel like the, the first storyline of the civil war and the like division between the Avengers is awesome. And that's one of the best, like in the entire MCU. Mm -hmm. But the second one with Zemo, I mean, I really like how they did it. I mean, it was good storytelling. But he's just, it just barely in it. Yeah, it just wasn't. He doesn't that even have captivating. An arc. You could have like, given him an arc. Have him do some other weird sleazy shit. He's a criminal mastermind. You know what I mean? Have yeah. him, make him make him Sherlock Holmes some shit. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so that's what that's what we did with that. Um, so, in regards to the Avengers, we're gonna go watch the Toxic Avenger, a movie I have always wanted to see, but actually have never actually seen. So this is a great excuse to do it. We'll be right back. Here's a thing from our sponsors. Good evening, folks. My name's Spam Elliot, and I'm here to talk to you about something near and dear to my heart. Freedom and horses with ticks 
near their anuses. Every year, tens of horses are brought into emergency rooms across America, suffering from violent blood loss to anal-induced tick bites. Only 93% of these horses actually survive the procedure to remove the anal ticks, causing violent anal fissures all the way up the rectum. Damn near killed them. <laughs> Your support could save up to one horse per year. With a one-time pledge of $278,000, you can help save a life. A horse's life. And that's more important than you'll ever know. There's nothing more wild and free than the heart of a horse. I'm Cram Elliott, and I want you to call now. Reach out and touch a horse. Please call 800-BLOW-NUT. <laughs> call and make your pledge today. Call in at 1-800-BLOW-NUT. That's 1-800-256-9688. That's 1-800-BLOW-NUT. Brief interjection from your program. I just wanted to throw out a couple of special thanks for the folks that make this show possible. Uh, big thanks to Brad Sexton for our jams, Lamplighter Production for our artwork, God-Sized and Growing for some musical guest appearances, uh, the Missouri T-Shirt Company, and uh, Dave, who's our YouTube editor. We, we probably wouldn't even be on that platform were it not for him. Uh, if you want to check out anything any of these amazing people are working on, all of their links are in the description for this episode. If you want to contact the show, uh, you can hit us up on Twitter or Instagram at It's Just Two Movies. Uh, we've got a Facebook page now, um, so that's on there. Uh, you can always leave us a comment on YouTube, uh, or you can email us at it's just two movies at gmail.com. Okay, yeah, and uh, if you like the show, you know, um, uh, like, subscribe, leave us a, leave us a review. That, that stuff helps tremendously. So uh, anyway, back to the show. The Toxic Avenger, we're back. It's a 1984 horror comedy, one hour, 20 minute runtime, 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb, 68% on Rotten Tomatoes, 42% on Metacritic, 85% of Google users like this movie. Released date April 11th, uh, directed by Lloyd Kaufman and Michael Herz. Uh, budget was $500,000. Story by Lloyd Kaufman. Uh, looks like after the box office, it, it wound up making $300,000. So that's that's great. Uh, stars Mitch Cohen, Andre Miranda, Mark Torgel, Jennifer Pritchard, Rick Collins, Patrick Kilpatrick. Patrick Kilpatrick, really. Uh, Matt Clan, and so, you know, you know, there's other people in the movie. That's how it rolls. Patrick Kilpatrick. Patrick Kilpatrick. That's, that's his a name. Sentence. Right. <laughs> Comma. So, what do you think? Um, Straight up, off the top. Well, I got to tell you, it was everything that I kind of thought I was going to get into. I was hoping maybe there was going to be more, like it was going to be more joke heavy. Mm. Although it is very joke heavy, it's joke heavy in like some of the ways that it's shot, yeah, and, and stuff like that, yeah, ways, like perspective yeah. stuff, and uh, some like there's a lot of humor in just the way that it's made, yeah. Uh, but the I just expected it to be more joke heavy, although it was plenty joke heavy. This is labeled as a action or uh, a comedy horror, horror horror comedy, I think horror comedy, yeah. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I feel like a lot of lower budget horror movies are they kind of lean on the comedy and kind of play into what they're doing. What would you say it's about? A toxic avenger. It's about a gentleman. What was his name? Melvin. Melvin. I was gonna say Melvin, but my that's just too dweebish. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's about perfect. Melvin. 
and he gets picked on yeah. by everybody. But then he gets thrown or jumps into some toxic waste on accident, and then he has super strength, but he's ugly, and now he avenges people who are mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much the whole movie. Um, a couple of <laughs> a couple of other things I thought to touch on. We were watching it, and Alicia's like, "Isn't that the thing from Ace Ventura?" Oh yeah, when he's wearing the tutu. Yeah, and being before like, Melvin yeah jumps in the toxic waste, he's yeah wearing the tutu with the like feety pajama, footy pajamas. Oh yeah, and it's it's. Uh, it's Did you almost, look it up? Is it, it identical? I don't know. It's it's almost from my memory. It seems it's like it's identical. Yeah, as if they yeah used inspiration. Oh, Did yeah. this movie come out first? Uh, yeah, definitely. The the only difference is really that in Ace Ventura, he's he's also doing a football thing. Yeah, but he's just being kind of a crazy, quirky, weird like yeah. character as it is. To where I could I'm see him playing. Or being, not being, but yeah, playing homage to that character. Is that Pet Detective or When Nature Calls? That's Pet Detective. Not, not really. It's not polka dotted. He's wearing like a like a white floral shirt. Man, it kind of looks polka dotty though. It's just the. It might just be an homage to it. It's just the uh, tutu. Because he's making a bunch of the same noises and shit, too. Yeah, it's just a big yeah. pink tutu. And I feel like I remember him spinning around on the ground in that tutu. Like when he'd, yeah. he'd jump on the ground and spin in a circle. Or yeah. run in a circle. Yeah, I think that I think that happened. Uh, I don't know. I don't know whether or not there's any any connection there. or But, yeah. I, man, it sure does look like it. If you watch the scene in this, you'd be like, wow, yeah, that's... Uh, that does seem like almost the same, the same shit. Yeah, I mean, in Ace Ventura. Yeah, this movie is definitely not. It's fucking weird, and there's a bunch of weird shit. Yeah, there's a bunch of weird shit. It's not this. for the PC people, the PC police. No. A lot of when did this come out? Eighty four. Yeah. A lot of derogatory terms. Yep. Yeah, 84. But, 84 trauma horror comedy. But it doesn't seem to go really over the line and any, like, it kind of just picks at everybody. everybody yeah. But it doesn't really go into one specific group or anything directly too hard or anything. I no. feel like it initially it's a little shocking. But once you get into it, it's really not bad. It's kind of just that, just a little bit of shock here and there. It's a little Tarantino-y as far as that stuff goes. I wonder if Tarantino loves this shit. Probably. Think so? Yeah. What'd you think of the actual look of the Toxic Avenger? Uh, I mean, it's, I mean, for what it was, it was good. I liked it. Yeah. Like, I... What they were going for is, yeah, it's like he got mutilated by the toxic sludge or whatever it was that he fell into, toxic waste. I like the fart. I like the, I like like the that fart. fart eh? I like the fart. I like the part where it made him like more articulate and well-spoken. Oh, yeah. Instead of a boop, 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 boop. Yeah, not boop, only did it make him stronger, it actually gave him vocabulary skills and he right, sounded right. like a normal person instead mm-hmm. of just making weird noises and squealing and 
The weird noises, so the, the like, grunts and shit that he's doing the entire time. I don't know if I like that or not. I feel like it's almost... Like, deliberate overuse? Yeah, like, they're like almost, doing like... on purpose? Yeah. That's what I feel like. They're just trying to go extreme with it. Right. Yeah, that may, that may be the case. I don't know. I just don't know if I like it. Because I feel like it was just some of the characters. It wasn't, like, everybody. No. Yeah. I wonder if there's a joke in the way they kept being, like, they would say... A character would go to list stuff off, and one of the things that they would say would be inaudible. But even seeing it on the screen first, that it was inaudible, and paying attention and listening, it still was inaudible. It was just like... Yeah. It was just very strange noises. Like, I wonder if that's a gag. Because everything else was clear as a bell. But it was two times when people were, like, listing stuff. I just assumed... I don't know, I kind of... It cracked me up a couple times at the beginning, so I was into it from the start. And it just, I don't know, just everything that they did, I just assumed that it was purposeful. That that's why they were just going for that type of comedy or that type of just, I guess, comedy. Well, they definitely also kept the uh, horror vibe. You know what I mean? They kind of made him up to be like a Michael Myers type. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, he didn't, he had his own moral compass to where you don't know. Some people were blatantly bad or whatever you'd call it, but not yeah. killing them worthy, I feel like. I feel like he murders everybody Just, in this. It doesn't matter what you did. You could have called somebody a name yeah, or, did been like, Look at that or ran over a kid that was riding a bike. Either way, he still murdered. would just yeah. murder you, yeah. What would you, if you were going to remake this, like, present day, what would you, what would you do to make this more entertaining? Not to say that it's not entertaining. Oh, so yeah. I so if I sound a little, if a I, if I sound a little underwhelmed with it, it's kind of because I am. I have always wanted to watch this and I never have. And I guess maybe I put it up on a pedestal. It is a delightful uh piece of work that's for sure it has some memorable bits in it that i will never forget yeah for sure but uh i don't know so i was hoping for more i guess yeah i worked at dairy queen for a long time making blizzards and that scene with the guy making uh ice cream in the guy's mouth and then using the high speed blender to yeah. blend it in his mouth Ooh, yeah stick with me for a while <laughs> right yeah there's some, there's some pretty good stuff in there so what else, if you were going to do anything with it, what, what do you... Change it on up? Yeah, uh, sure. Like, what Like what would you... Maybe hmm. cut down the killings, but give more method to the madness. Mm. Because he does murder quite a few people, and I feel like there was two or three that were just kind of random to where the person did something either super tiny or something that I didn't notice, and they were just getting killed. But, I mean, other than that, as far yeah, as the story one, goes, I feel like they did what they were trying to do pretty well. I liked it. That broad in the changing room, he, like, slides under the thing, and he's like, murder! And she's like, bah! And I thought to myself, is she, though? Like, what, yeah. where is she from? Which part of the, <laughs> Yeah, when did she murder Which bit was she in? Yeah. Uh, uh, she wait. might have been in the car. She might have been. Oh, I think extra. she was egging the egging the other guy out when she's like, "Yeah, hit that kid on that bicycle." Yeah, might have been twenty eight points. 
maybe a hand job or whatever was going on there. I don't know. <laughs> Some weird sexual tension in that murder car. I mean, you know, the more I think about it, the more I think I did like it. Well, I would dial up the jokes while all the people, and I do mean all the people that are in it, are cartoonish overkill. Yeah. Which I very much appreciate. I would m- give them more jokes. Instead of just being over the top. Instead of just being earnest way over yeah, the top. Yeah, I feel like that's what it was, is that they they didn't have the writing or the script to go off of. They're just like, go the characters over were, the The characters yeah. were the joke, yeah, yeah. but And there were still jokes in it, but there, there most definitely could have been more, especially with all the great timing stuff that's in there. But it was like, a, I don't know, like um, Frankenstein meets Texas Chainsaw Massacre meets Captain America. I was going to say, definitely, yeah, that's a good way to put it for sure. Yeah. So, if you had if you had mops, mops that are thumbs, the guy, the main guy at the beginning, he's a janitor. He's a, he's a dopey piece of shit before he falls into the toxic waste. So, he's got a mop. There's mops in the movie. Get over it. If you had <laughs> ten uh, thumbs, but they were, they were mops. What would you, how many, how many ten mop thumbs you got for this, uh, this fucking piece of work? Alright, with my moisty thumbs, I would, uh, I'd probably give it a pretty solid 6.287. Okay, alright, fair enough. I will give it a, uh, 7.56. Damn. I'm probably just gonna round these up, but. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I do, I do round up all, every time. Uh yeah yeah that's what I give I think I had a I have a pretty good solid time with it I'll say it's definitely I'm glad they didn't make it longer or try to fill in just random stuff it makes me really curious about the other two because there's a there's a sequel to this one in the eighties I think or in the uh, like eighty seven to the same storyline. Like a a direct sequel? Yeah, like a direct sequel in uh, 1987, I think. And then in 2000, there's another one. I don't know if it's a remake or like... Oh, like a reboot or... It's called Citizen Toxie, the Toxic Avenger. So it's a different... It's a different title, certainly, than the first one, so... I don't know. I don't know. Sure. I wonder. I, I wonder what they're watch about. Those and we'll be back. Well, I mean, we got plenty of. <laughs> we're. I mean, if we're gonna, if you and I are gonna do the Marvel movie thing, then we've got plenty of time to come back to them. So we, we'll check them out again at some point. The old, the old, uh, the, the old Toxic Avenger. He's he's coming. The old Toxic Mop. Old Toxic Mop. He's coming. And a blind girl. And that's it. That's Yeah. If you wanna watch a crazy movie. Happily ever after. It is it. fucking weird though. I rented it's it on Prime. Weird. Maybe that's... don't rent it. Maybe don't try bootlegging it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely you... don't. <laughs> don't do that. Without using a VPN. <laughs> Alright, so anyway, you got anything else for Toxic Avenger? Next bit. Hey, what you watching? We've been watching, Dave. Uh, what have I been watching? I don't know. All right, let's go through the Rolodex. What you been watching? <laughs> okay. That's like, that's uh, I'll some real quick. I watched Hawkeye, the the series on uh, on Disney Hawkeye. Plus. 
on Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah, Hawkeye and Disney Plus, the the series, I watched it. I, I just hadn't seen it. I mean, I know it was like a Christmas special. I've been meaning to watch it. I just haven't. Yeah, I watched it. it was, I thought it was really good. Yeah. I liked it. I liked, I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. There's a lot of fun inclusions, and uh, I'm excited to see that gal and also that other gal in any new MCU films they, they might appear in. Yeah, there's definitely quite a bit of stuff coming out this year I'm excited for. Doctor Strange, for sure. It's coming out soon. I'm very pumped for Doctor Strange. What else is on the Marvel slate? So are you going to watch... Are you excited about Dr. Michael Morbius, the Dracula? Uh, I mean, I'm fairly excited. Like, I guess more than I thought I would be. I'm getting more excited for the Sony-verse, for sure. But Morbius comes out... I think Thor does come out this year. There's more yeah. TV shows. I think Miss Marvel is coming out this year. That might be next year. Yeah, Thor. You got the shit. list. Yeah, this image Thor shit and shittens. I'm trying to think of what Blanc- Wakanda Forever might be the Christmas release. Or I don't know if that's the title, but the new Black Panther. And then there's the Guardians Christmas special. And then Guardians 3 next year. Okay, here we go. Phase 4. Uh, Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals, Spider-Man. You watch Eternals? You yeah. You finished it? I did watch Eternals, yeah. I yeah, I liked it fine. Yeah. I didn't see why everybody else was like bagging on it. I think maybe one of the only things that was a little on the flat side was... It's a it's a lot of characters. Yeah. It's a lot of characters and not a lot of character development, but I don't already know any yeah, of them. Yeah, I feel like they kind of flopped with they they it's fine that they had so many Eternals that they're trying to introduce, but they should have just made some of them more important than others and actually just flushed out or flushed out like uh like three or four of them instead of just slightly doing seven or was there eight of them instead of slightly doing all of them they should have just done fleshed out three of them and then right gave. and done them right yeah but no i liked it yeah there was a lot of historical events and stuff i didn't really get initially about like the battle of babylon and stuff like that mm. but uh no, I really liked how it ended and how it set up MCU going forward. Got a yeah. celestial coming out of the earth now. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking cool, man. Uh, so you got, uh, for the Marvel slate, you got Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, Thor Love and Thunder. That's May 6th. Uh, Black Panther 2, July 8th. Captain Marvel 2, November 11th. And then Guardians of the Galaxy 3, 2023, Blade 2023, uh, Ant-Man, Quantumania. That one's going to be good. I am so excited for that. You see the bad in that one. And 2023, Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'll be cool. No, I didn't see anything for the... Quantumania. They got stuff for that already? Uh, They announced casting for the big bad... Who's it gonna be? You watch Loki? Yes. Uh Okay then never mind. Yeah, you know how what was what they call him? What they call that Kang variant? Uh it's Kang. 
Yeah, it's, but... uh, the the one that remains, oh, the one yeah, that remains, or something like that. Yeah, he who remains. Yeah, he who and, remains. Uh, that's what it is. No, but actually, King the Conqueror is gonna be the bad in Quantumania. Or not necessarily the bad, but he's just gonna be in it. Man, Marvel's got a show coming out next year, probably called Armor Wars. I wonder what that's about. I think that's uh, it's a Brody, or Brody, fucking Brody's show. I think it's Iron Patriot's show. I don't know <laughs> if it's animated though. I'll still check it out. Uh, yeah. But other than that, um, I started playing Diablo two again. The uh, what is they call that new? Like remade that? The remaster, yeah. What's it called? Uh, Resurrected. Diablo 2 Resurrected. And uh, I was playing some Splatoon 2 also. I'm not amazing at it, but I do pretty well, and it is fun. It's a fun, like, casual competitive game. That's how it's been. I've been playing Pokemon Unite. I think you played that. Yeah, we played a little bit together. Oh, yeah, yeah. Picking that up more. They came out with a... I need to pepper a little little more of that in my diet. I I fucking like that Pokemon. Yeah, they fixed the matchmaking for online, so it's a lot better in that sense. And then they've added a ton of characters, and they've added a ton more, because we played right when it first came out. Mm -hmm. But now there's just way more daily events and activities to get the in-game rewards to where it's just a lot easier to level up your shit and actually get different pokemon and level up your stuff yeah yeah that sounds cool you want to go play some i'm done all right i'm gonna cut this a few minutes short uh take off your pants you guys aren't gonna start sucking each other's dicks are you let's go that gold talk we're a one-eyed batman can I make a suggestion that doesn't involve violence? Or is this the wrong crowd? Maybe we should call in a bomb threat to Houston. I think it's free beer night at the Astrodome. The Jedi. Bob, we don't fight with guns, we fight with the mind. Guys in business is a boomer. But I have this one big pile of shit. Jail gone. It's Just Two Movies is a production of Blue Cheese and Bacon Studios and can be found wherever you get your podcasts. And it got stepped on and dad just bent over and picked it up and thought for sure it was fucking dead and just hooked it in the corner. And the next day it was alive and it lived for like eight more years. (laughs) And it was super fucked up looking. (laughs) We were like, well, any day now. (laughs) (laughs) Just like that. For, for eight <laughs> for eight fucking years, like even like six years later, people be like, "The fuck is wrong with your cat?" Be like, is "Your cat dying? Not. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it's gonna die. <laughs> it looks really bad for no, a really, we're really long time." We're actually taking bets.